0: It was pretty hard to say no to med school, yeah. especially since, you know, my brother is actually a doctor and um, he's he's finishing up his, well, he's starting his second year of residency. You know, my parents are immigrants. So that was like the immigrant dream to yeah. have two doctors, you yeah. know, like that's, they, they they like hit the jackpot, <laughs> right? And they, they hit the jackpot and they're like, right. oh, sorry, uh, somebody already claimed it. Right. And um, they're like, uh, okay <laughs> yeah so like they were they were i'm not gonna lie they were kind of crushed by it so that was a really hard time for me before starting my business to really kind of just flesh that out and deal with that within my family
1: hey hey welcome to girl let's talk about food presented by you can do it to it today we've got V from cow cow on the show to talk about her food truck in providence Rhode island and after the show, we've got a special treat for you, so stick around. Thanks so much.
0: My full name is Vila de Kamahavong. I go by V. Um, it's a lot easier to say that and for My business is called Cow Cow, and we are here in Providence, mainly in the Waterman Thayer area. We like to hang out around there.
1: Awesome. So you say hang out. Is that because you have a choice of where you get to go?
0: Yeah. I mean, I could go anywhere basically, in Providence, as long as I'm like 200 feet from a restaurant. But I choose the Watermint there area because there's a lot of foot traffic around there. And I feel like people are more willing to to just try newer things. The West End also has a little bit harder parking. Um, so that's why I choose the East Side, unfortunately.
1: Now, when you say 200 feet from restaurant, what's what's the deal with that?
0: Well, it's just a rule that is set in place, I think, for restaurants to kind of keep their dis we we keep our distance from established restaurants and and things like that just so there's no conflict of interest i think
1: so on on waterman street are you like near thayer is that
0: when i'm over there i hit like pretty close to the intersection okay. 200 feet is like not far yeah not far mm-hmm. at all like i could probably stick my head out and and wave at the people at like pokey <laughs> yeah. so like yeah i'm here, so I'm, here. <laughs> I'm here if you want some ice cream oh
2: uh, yeah. so it's not like a power move you're not like waving no. at them like what's up no 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 feet. no no <laughs> no no
0: no i'm i'm very cordial with everyone
1: that is funny i never knew that that was yeah i don't know that hasn't come up either yeah Yeah, i think it's
0: fairly a fairly newer rule i think i'm i'm not too sure um i'm assuming it's probably within the last few years that that was added because people probably felt some type of way about it yeah
2: yeah yeah because the food trucks are on the rise right i mean rhode island or yeah for sure
0: yeah i a fun fact i found out that there's i think a hundred thousand small businesses in rhode island what yeah
1: do you know how many of them are food trucks no <laughs>
0: those <laughs> are all the fun facts that i know
2: <laughs>
0: those are the uh, that's the only fun fact that right. i actually know yeah. i feel businesses. like
2: there's probably a, a more fun fact that you know but that was a good fact yeah yeah but i, I feel like there's something in your back pocket i don't know i I, don't know. I want to know the fun fact about how you
1: decided that this was something that you wanted to pursue Mm-hmm.
0: So it started back when I went into college and I was a pre med student and I had, I got my degree in history and I was on the pre med track, took my MCATs, all that great stuff, did fairly well, got into medical school and was like, no. i just realized that i wanted to try something different i i have always had an interest in in business and entrepreneurship and how it all worked and um i love the food scene here in providence and so i just i just dove in Mm. yeah i just was like let's do it yeah yeah much to my parents' demise
1: (laughs) (laughs) now did you grow up here
0: I did. I was born and raised in Providence. Wow. Never, never left. Never left.
1: So your parents are right down the street. They're kind of seeing like, oh, she's doing this thing. Do they stop in to sort of like check in to see how things are going?
0: Um, They stop by sometimes. Yeah. They stopped by more when I was just starting up. Mm. But I mean, I'm still technically still just starting up. But yeah. when I the first few months that I was open, they would come more. But um, nowadays, it kind of just let me. Let me do my thing.
1: One of the things that you and I were talking about was that you actually you said, Hey, I'm gonna try to make this business successful. Yeah. Is there a, a time frame that you have around that?
0: I have delayed my matriculation for med school for a year. So I have until next fall, I believe, or next summer to make a decision to really see if CowCow will still be alive. Yeah. Like that's kinda crazy to say, but
1: how will you decide?
0: Starting CowCow was a gut feeling for me. It was just this gut thing that I felt that I wanted to do and I really wanted to try. And I feel like my decision will probably end up being a good feeling.
1: So not numbers, not like...
0: No, no. I think obviously I have to, to look at it um, logistically um, and see if it's something that financially would be a good resource for me and would work and if I can really see my business growing. But at the end of the day, I think I, I really want to make it work. 'll it'll, it'll be a gut feeling at the end of the day what what feels right?
2: Is that what leads a lot of your life gut feelings
0: um see i would I would like to say it does mm. but I think it's always kind of hard to to follow your gut sometimes because your gut i I personally think your gut's always right, but your gut isn't always the easiest decision to make. yeah, so i mean it it, it was pretty hard to say no to med school. Especially since, you know, my brother is actually a doctor and, um, he's, he's finishing up his, well, he's starting his second year of residency. You know, my parents are immigrants, so that was like the immigrant dream to have two doctors, you know, like that's, they, they they like hit the jackpot, (laughs) right? And they, they hit the jackpot and they're like, oh, sorry, uh, somebody already claimed it. And, um, they're like okay yeah (laughs) so like they were they were I'm not gonna lie they were kind of crushed by it so that was a really hard time for me before starting my business to really kind of just flesh that out and deal with that within my family
1: is it just your parents who came over or did you have extended family who are in the states now too
0: my parents were the last of my dad's family to come here my um grandpa and my dad's Eight brothers and sisters. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Eight brothers and sisters came here during like, there was a lot of turmoil and the communists were taking over and stuff like that. And my dad was like, not about that. And, um, so my, my grandpa actually was a police officer in Laos and he helped American troops while they were here in for, well, over there for yeah. the Vietnam war and things yeah. like that. And so, you know, when they wanted to go to the States, um, they kind of saw my, my grandpa as like an American, uh, associate, I guess you could yeah. say. Mm. And, um, it was pretty easy for them to come over because of that. Wow. Wow. So, Yeah.
1: So he actually got to know soldiers Mm -hmm. who were, quote, like the enemy soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. And and helped. Yeah. And then that wound up kind of being your family story for how you got here
0: yeah yeah because um my grandpa would basically patrol the camping site that they would the american troops would be at and make sure everybody was okay and that they were fed and things like that so that was that was my grandpa's job
1: that's wild yeah when you were you know breaking the news to your family Mm -hmm. did you have any family members who were especially excited for you like who got it
0: yeah my brother yeah 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 Yeah. my brother was like yes like do it because like he he he's a he he's a guy that's like he comes with all these like outrageous ideas like and he i don't think he'll ever really execute them i think he just spews ideas just to spew them Mm -hmm. but um we've always wrestled with this idea of building um a a restaurant um that uh serves authentic lao food Mm -hmm. and so that was actually the origination of um cow cow i was gonna sell um noodle soup that was based on um a lao soup that was like it's really popular but um that was really hard to do in a truck (laughs) 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 that i i found out very quickly so i kind of switched gears and um but my brother was he was the my probably my number one supporter in my family yeah
2: so he has kind of a entrepreneurial mindset then too but he just went in a a more uh, slightly more traditional direction
0: i don't really know i never really divulged into his mind of Mm. like entrepreneurship Mm. i don't know really what he would want to do (laughs) but um i'm sure he has a lot of ideas and things like that that he likes to just say Mm. (laughs) (laughs) just say i don't know if he'll ever execute it but uh, maybe one day he will
1: so what was it like to try soup uh in the food truck
0: the noodle soup that that i was thinking about making is called kopiak um, which directly translates to like wet noodles so it's hand cut hand like kneaded noodles that are right, made of rice flour and tapioca flour the broth is, is a really clean broth it's it's not like ramen it's not like pho it's something that you eat after and you feel like it's a homey meal you know, it's, it's kind of like similar to a chicken noodle soup, hmm. I would relate it to. It's just something that reminds you of home. I know that the, the noodles, you cook it in a separate broth pot, I guess you would say, and um, that pot gets very thick very easily so i was like yeah that's gonna be tough to keep dumping in and out of mm. the truck and it's gonna be a large amount of water so i was like that's not that's not gonna happen that's not
2: possible just a moving vehicle full of scalding hot liquids. yeah you know <laughs> you know like
0: a small vehicle right like that. Right. so yeah right. yeah it's it, it was it was bound to not be safe <laughs> right,
1: right, and we talked with, with Becca and Tiff about what an event it is to do rice yeah oh yeah I, I think of rice as being such a simple
2: food right but they're making
1: like when you're making 100 pounds, pounds of
2: rice it's a very different yeah. thing right. Right. And constantly halfway through <laughs> making a previous amount and keeping the current one good. Yeah. And I can't even imagine with hot hot, yeah. wa- even hot, hot water, even hot water. Yeah. <laughs> just the water. Yeah. I don't want to make like a tea food truck and be like, no, just nothing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> just cold yeah. stuff. that makes
0: Yeah. Becca and Tiff, they were a huge part of Cow Cow mm. from the get go. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So I came, I went to them initially about two years ago before I started Cow Cow, and they were just starting up. And I reached out and was like, hey, like I'm thinking about opening a food trailer and I'm like interested. Like, do you guys mind like talking to me? And they were like basically mentors of yeah. mine. And they were they to this day. I always talk about them and how they really helped me out and told me as much information as they could have at that time. And to this day, yeah, they still help me out a lot, which was unexpected. Because mm. when you think of the restaurant business, you kind of think that it'll be more cutthroat and nobody really yeah. wants to help you and you, you survive if you survive. But if you don't, then sucks to suck. Yeah. But <laughs> they were they were so helpful. And I'm, I'm always grateful for them for that.
1: Did you go through a similar incubator that they did like with Hope of Maine or did you strike out on your own without? No,
0: I just I just did it. Wow. I just, yeah. I was just like, yeah, let's do it.
1: How'd you get the waffle machine?
0: Oh, yeah. I just ordered them off of Amazon. No way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I went through a couple of waffle makers, and then I finally ended on the ones that I have now. And even the ones that I have now are not so great, to be honest. Like, I still deal with a lot of issues with them, are constantly reordering parts and things like that.
2: I never think about being able to buy, like, food truck or, like, industrial grade right type thing so is it like that kind of level of quality or you're just like you know what i'm getting like kitchen waffle makers (laughs) and i'm just gonna make this thing work it's gonna be great so
0: initially i was gonna do the kitchen waffle makers but it it was it wasn't gonna work and especially how i wanted them to come out it just wasn't it it wasn't feasible and then um i found these ones which were a little bit more expensive on amazon and um, i tried it out because i was looking at other other places that made bubble waffles, um, Mm. like in London and California and things like that. And all of their waffle makers looked like this one. So I was like, "Hmm, probably, probably should try this one. And, uh, so I got it and, uh, sure enough, it was pretty good. And, um, here we are.
2: So tell us a little bit about like what a bubble waffle is like.
0: Every time I try to explain what a bubble waffle is, (laughs) I start and I'm just like, Let me just show you a picture (laughs) (laughs) because it seems like so hard to explain, but I will try my best. It's a little more difficult on audio
2: medium, but we can try. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: will try my best to use my best vocabulary. Um, So I would say that a bubble waffle is like a regular waffle. It does have a little bit more Asian flavors because we use things like tapioca flour and custard powder. What it does, because of the waffle iron, creates little pockets of waffles so instead of like how a typical waffle maker has like it rises it's Mm. inverted so it creates little bubbles of waffle fluffy crispiness just overall deliciousness i would say yeah
1: i mean it sounds amazing i don't know like the big bubble wrap if you can think of how that looks yeah imagine that's waffles
0: yeah Ah. yeah
1: does it
2: pop the same way Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> if does, I step on it, it does get satisfying. a little fine. Yeah. It's yeah. not yeah. as satisfying, but not it, as it's fine. much better to eat. Yes, yeah. more yeah. satisfying to eat, yeah. arguably, but less satisfying <laughs> to pop. So. That's in, in the after show, we'll have JP
1: dress in bubble wrap and see how he does. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. do it. We'll do a taste
2: <laughs> off. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but I have seen the Instagram. I mean, it does look delicious. Oh, and, thank uh, you. And thank yeah. And I think Thanks most people are surprised with how huge. The portion sizes, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: they're really, they're really big. It's fun. Like it's a probably the size of a baby. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like
0: I mean, JP would know. know JP would know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you got one with you? No. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, but no, like they're they're pretty packed. They're pretty packed. I try to be as generous as possible Mm. because I know a lot of people they probably want to share it. I mean, Mm. my my boyfriend, he's not a big sweet guy, so usually like when we get sweets, we're sharing because. He yeah. doesn't really like them too much, so I know some people are in similar situations.
1: Uh, my my wife and I do the same thing, and yeah. uh, we'll get something to share, and yeah,
2: then it'll be gone. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what sharing because is. Because of, well, it depends. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I would have one of these and it's, my wife would have one and we would both just eat yes. the whole lot. Yeah. It's the appropriate size for yeah. for you guys. It you is. Guys, yeah. yeah.
0: It is It is possible. I will mean, it not say it's not impossible, yeah. but yeah. I've seen one man. He actually had, he wanted to try the whole menu in one sitting. How many which items? Is six, oh my. Which is six. And he went through four and he was like, I can't. I yeah. was like, I, I'm surprised you even went through like more than two
1: did you offer him a challenge i was like gonna if you eat five you get the six for free
0: no i didn't <laughs> i didn't but that's a good idea i should do that yeah
2: like you yeah. know are you familiar with spikes hot dogs yeah you yeah. know they have the hot dog eating mm-hmm. contests. Yeah, yeah you should do something like that yeah and if he eats if he eats all six yeah, yeah. he'll get one free. i'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> that's, that's one half part. just
0: one 50 off <laughs> right
2: do I get all my money back? No, 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 no. no. Listen, no, no. you get fifty percent off. Yeah. the
0: last one. The
2: last one. Your reward is one. how you feel right now, <laughs> right. in this very moment. Don't you feel overjoyed? No? Oh, oh, no, too bad.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, that's amazing. Now, does that uh, being generous is that have an impact on like uh, the bottom line, or, or are you like able to to balance that out and make sure that you can? make enough money while being generous with the, the amount of food you make
0: i think we're we're in an okay spot with it, that yeah. because i i've never wanted to sell a product that i wouldn't want to purchase at a price that i wouldn't want to purchase i made that very clear in the beginning because you know i know how it feels to be you know in a student or just in general you know you don't want to buy something and you kind of get it and you're like yeah like I paid 8 bucks for that. I paid 9 bucks for <laughs> right. that. Like, right. So, I I wouldn't sell a product that I I wouldn't eat myself or mm. go out and buy myself as a consumer. Yeah. So that that for sure is a big important thing.
1: I can't remember if Kelsey and I each ordered our own or if we split one.
0: I think you guys ordered one. Oh, that's good. If I yeah. remember properly. <laughs>
1: that was smart of us. Yeah. Stingy. Well, maybe. Well, but the nice thing is it's like, you know, it ends up, because it is like a good size, it ends up being kind of a cheap da- a cheap date if you want something sweet, but, you know, you don't want to be, you know, make it a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah it's a nice it option. A
2: it was like five bucks each, right? It's a... <laughs> Right. And yeah, if you want to leave a restaurant, just have a nice like dessert somewhere, take a walk. and Yeah. yeah. it's Kind of nice. Split the same cone, have a little late in a tramp moment. That's Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Hit spoons. Yeah. Hit wooden spoons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Clink spoons.
2: Share a spoon. Now, did you start, you didn't start the pre-med program. You were going into it and then you decided to start doing cacao.
0: No, I I did the whole, the whole shebang.
2: Yeah, she did Oh, you did the whole. The whole shebang. Oh my gosh. And you were, you were wrapping up.
1: You were wrapping up pre-med as you were starting cacao, right?
0: Yeah. 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 So I was starting, I was still in school when I, I was building Cow Cow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And even when once um, it was up and running, I was, I was I was finishing up school. Yeah. How
2: does pre-med work then? <laughs> what do I know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was hard, especially I was a history major. Yeah. So we went like, it, you know, pre-med and history do not coincide with each other whatsoever. Sure. So it was just, it was a wild ride of academia.
1: I mean, the, the way you do it, think of all the time you wasted as an undergrad and- <laughs> Sure. even even after okay she didn't waste any time <laughs> <laughs> no no time to waste no. No. Yeah. yeah that's basically yeah i mean that's how it has to work right
0: i think a lot of a lot of it was i just i just wanted to finish as as fast as possible i'm not mm. a big school person no. i would say like i i i don't enjoy school but i was good at it mm. so mm. i just wanted it to be done mm. so uh. yeah four years of medical school doesn't sound too appealing but i guess as a backup i guess <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh you know just a backup at medical school it's fine no yeah. big deal it's uh, pretty good backup casual <laughs> yeah pretty good backup <laughs> <laughs> my, my backup is uh no job panhandling <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's mine a lot of people you know when they they look at sort of food truck right they yeah, you know, at least when when we see it, it's like, all right, so food truck and then we go from food truck to potentially like sharing a restaurant space or even opening your own spot. Is that something that you're thinking about as a future? Or are you thinking go wide on options instead and try out a bunch of different foods? Or what's what's your sort of like, you know, next year to two to maybe three year plan?
0: I have a lot of ideas. I want to have a brick and mortar for the bubble waffles and eventually i'd love to create my own ice cream that would be nice i currently get my ice cream from a local supplier warwick ice cream who's they're awesome but um i'd like to you know have my own hand in it eventually and then i'd like to have other trucks doing other things outside of bubble waffles
1: now would you stay sweet or would you go savory on the next round
0: i'm i'm not opposed to either side
1: so your barbecue and mac and cheese waffle is pretty cool
0: yeah yeah um i i worked with um adam from smoke and squeal he came up to me one day it was like my first time at an event like a big event like ever it's like my second week open and he came up and was like hey can i can i try something i was like uh sure i don't know who you are but okay (laughs) (laughs) and so i gave him one of my waffles and he put like mac and cheese coleslaw pulled pork all this deliciousness And brought it back and I had it. I was like, we have to do this. This is so good. And um, the good thing about our waffles is that they're not like, they're not overly sweet. They're Mm. sweet enough that you get a hint of it. But I think it pairs very well with savory foods. Um, We've done uh, chicken and waffles. With Ming's, that was a pretty big hit too. So. Was
1: that like another food truck, sort of like you're parked behind them? and
0: That was the first time we ever did something like that, where we were on street service and then we were just like parked next yeah. to each other. We got really lucky with parking, to be honest. But <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it, we sold out in like an hour and a half, two hours.
2: It feels so obvious now that you've said it, chicken and waffles. Chicken but and waffles,
0: yeah. chicken and bubble waffles. They were like, they were like popcorn chicken. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, one of them was a brown butter honey glazed one. And then one was like a chicken katsu.
1: So how do you do prep? Do you do you rent a kitchen space? Like what what are the logistics of running the truck?
0: So um, I work out of a commissary um, and that's in Cranston. And I just pay by the... By the hour. Mm -hmm. And um, I typically just, I don't use that much time because I can make batter, like a lot of batter pretty quickly. I'm I'm pretty quick with cracking eggs and stuff. Mm. So, um, yeah. Uh, And then that's really all the prep. I just have to make waffles. And now I have teas that I do. I kind of infuse them overnight. Um, Not kind of, I do. (laughs) I do infuse them overnight um, with different fruits and things like that and um, I try to expand my options as much as I can.
2: So you've really like just super bootstrapped this thing yourself. I mean there's no like you didn't go through any kind of incubation like I mean you you got help and and mentorship from other people but you just Mm. how hard was it to get it off the ground initially?
0: Very hard. (laughs) I was uh, the learning curve was immense because i didn't i never took a business class in my life i didn't know anything about you know finances nothing i knew nothing about permitting Mm. literally nothing like one time um, while i was trying to get my permits um, I, I, i knew i had to get a fire permit but i was like all right so i called the fire department and they're like um there I was basically going in a circle and then the fire marshal called me back because I left him a voicemail was like hey uh I need to get a fire inspection don't know who I'm supposed to call but they told me to leave a message and he calls me back and he was like yeah you just have to go through the like Providence City Hall and then they'll contact us some people like I guess some people try to do a loophole and not go through Providence and just get the fire inspection and like dunsies it but he was like yeah you sounded pretty actually like genuinely confused so i called you back i was like yeah thanks yeah i was because nobody was giving me answers so thank you for calling me back um so yeah that was that was one of the experiences i had to go through um because i had no idea what i was doing i mean to this day I'm i'm still learning still don't really know exactly what i'm doing I mean, the other day I forgot to plug in my freezer and all my ice cream melted. So, <laughs> oh my
1: yeah. How many gallons of ice cream?
0: A lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. I would say um, 36 gallons.
1: Oh, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you were so light about it on Instagram, too. I was like, she has to be dying inside. But you were just like, so I
0: did a thing and this is what happened. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think um, I shared that because I really want to make sure my audience know this business is run by somebody who's still learning yeah. Yeah. and I want them to go through that process with me you know we're we're this small business and hopefully we flourish and that you guys were part of that growing process mm. and um you know whether it's the good things or the bad things I I share it and I try to keep it you know as real as possible there are times like I, when I posted that I was I was like screaming mm. I was I was like
2: but it's super authentic that you you know post that kind of stuff and let people know like hey like if you were doing this business you wouldn't know you're doing and i I don't always know what i'm doing either so i think it'd be hard
1: for a you know a business like yours to exist without something like instagram
0: i think it makes it so much more personal and like it makes people see the business as not just a business but as a person And, and the person behind that business and i think that's really important because i think consumers as consumers we forget you know how important it is to realize that people people make mistakes still and um that we still have the best intentions but they don't always come off as that way but we do and i always do but i i don't maybe i don't always project it the best way or show it the best way but i really do
1: now do you have people who uh, obviously like you mentioned mentorship as being you know something big for you know being able to start and have someone to ask questions in, in support of you do you have people now who you either follow online um, or talk to in person and get you know regular advice from and kind of help help you level up
0: yeah um I still talk to Becca and Tiff uh, a lot uh the other I think before before our big first event festival which was a few weeks ago it was in boston i had this issue with licensing and permitting and Mm. i drove to hometown pokey and (laughs) i was like becca what do i do and like she was just like relax you'll be fine like it's not a big deal like you'll be good and i was like okay cool
3: (laughs) just making sure
0: Mm. um who else i think uh, you guys know Vic, right? Victoria? Yeah. yeah. yeah she she's a newer friend, but yeah. very helpful as well. Yeah, for sure. I think basically everybody that I talk to, they're like, yeah, just let me know if you have any questions. And That's I'm just awesome. like, okay, I will. Do
1: you have um any blogs or books that you've read recently that you would recommend to others? Blogs or books? I don't
0: yeah. I don't think so. Not no. That I know of, no.
1: Like no, nothing on like marketing or or like running a small business. Or, no, no. I
0: feel like I should, though. I should. I should look into it, but I haven't. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, it seems to be fine so far. Yeah, it's it's honestly, you know, it's one of those things where we look at it's kind of surprising. Mm. Yeah, you know, in a way to to sort of see your story and to see you know you you doing
2: what you're doing, just sort of like learning as you go. Yeah, I think that's why I was kind of like. Mentioning that, like, you bootstrapped yourself and you just yeah. kind of went into this thing. Cause a lot of people, it's like, yeah, you know, I I went to culinary school and I, I read these, like, yeah, I read these blogs, I read these magazines and I follow these people and stuff. And you're kind I of checked like, checked off the boxes. I followed all the rules. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of like, just like mm. I did history and pre-med. And then I was like, you know what I want to do? I'm going to start a food truck. Yeah. And that's doing pretty well. Like, yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> um, I guess I would say maybe I do have a little bit of a hunch for it. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think. Like going back to trusting my gut, it, it it's really helped me a lot. Like mm. these, uh, the teas that I'm selling now have, have been really going well. And I'm really glad that I took the leap with that because, um, you know, teas are something I'm very interested maybe for the future. So that's kind of a little step into that direction. Mm. And I'm, I'm so far, my gut hasn't been treating me too, too bad.
2: So tell us a little bit about your, uh, history with food like i mean I, I gotta imagine that you don't start a food truck if you don't have some previous love for food or some involvement with food in your family maybe you know what you know what's your story with food in your life
0: well i mean like i said uh i wanted to do the noodles first yeah and that's something i love that I, like i could eat that every day all day breakfast lunch dinner it's so good um when i was younger i used to make the noodles with my mom she's a big trooper she used to have three dots three jobs as a nurse. So she was, she was yeah, she'd hop from one nursing home to the next nursing home to another nursing home. But when she did have a day off, she would make um, kopiak with me when I was home and um, we'd roll the noodles and cut the noodles together. And that was kind of the foundation of really my love for cooking. Um, I would say I cook at home fairly often, um, just casually but um now that i'm able to actually sell food mm. that's that's pretty cool too yeah um i grew up eating the bubble waffles actually okay. yeah um i grew up eating them in boston there's a grandma that sells them up there i call mm. her grandma bubble waffle <laughs> um she <laughs> cuz she's she's really the only one that i know that makes it yeah. um within like a nearby area uh and i we would go up to Boston, I would say, like, once once a month or so. And she was always on the list of mm-hmm. things to get, like a grocery list, you mm-hmm. know. We would go visit Grandma yeah. up there. <laughs> and um, so that was my first taste of it. And that's honestly the only taste I've ever had of bubble waffles except my own. So, yeah. yeah. That was our family trip, yeah, to go to Chinatown and eat some pho and go get some bun mi and bubble waffles and that that was that was like our our monthly family trip
1: because providence doesn't really have like a a chinatown
0: (laughs) no unfortunately not no but we do have a little melting pot of asian cuisine coming up so that's pretty cool
1: definitely do what are what are some of your favorite spots to eat
0: um here in providence Mm -hmm. uh i would say hangs is a really great thai restaurant i would say it's fairly authentic too like when i had when i had it i was like hmm Tastes like mom's food, so it means probably authentic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Hangs is a really great place. I would highly recommend their Pad Kimau if, um, that, that means drunken noodles. Um, if you like some spicy kind of dry noodles, those are really good. Um, the rotisserie chicken is also very delicious. Mm. Would highly recommend. Yeah. Um, well, fur has to be pho horns. I live, like, down the street from there, so I can walk there, basically. Awesome. It's really good. Yeah. Highly recommend that, too. Um, But outside of Asian cuisine, I would say my favorite restaurant is probably Nick's. Oh. Nick's on Broadway.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love, I love Nick's.
2: Mm, Always worth the wait. Yeah. I think I've been there for brunch with my wife, like every day of your life 300 yeah. times yeah. <laughs> it's like, we were there i mean now that we've had our daughter i'll, I'll pick up like sandwiches and stuff from right. there or something yeah. but yeah we used to be there like every any time yeah literally see anytime <laughs> kelsey and i go anytime right doesn't
1: matter when it is every we see time. it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> and they live a block away and that's I'm so like, funny yeah you know, i'm like 15 minutes but oh, yeah that's so funny <laughs> you're like 20 minutes away you're all the way in north
2: providence yeah Oh geez. edge of the world in like north this, providence oh, North man. Providence. <laughs> middle of nowhere north <laughs> road <Robins. laughs> so has uh, has doing the food truck increased your love for food or has it been like a kind of a mixed experience cuz you're you're in it all day long
0: i think i've appreciated it more i think i've appreciated the work that goes into it now i think a lot of like hmm i wonder how much it actually costs them to make this dish mm. like hmm i wonder how long it took them to prep this like a lot of that because yeah. I know how long it takes me, and it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, so, um, I can only imagine w- with these, you know, actually established brick and mortar with um fine dining and things like that, it's probably really hard. <laughs>
1: you know, waffles are not a fast food at least the way that that you all do them is there a temptation for you to take shortcuts and do things differently in order to kind of oh yeah
0: Yeah. for sure i mean i haven't found any that (laughs) work um to be honest if there's a lot of people you kind of get bottlenecked right because it takes three minutes to make one waffle and i can only have three waffle makers in there at a time and why and is that?
1: Cuz the generator? Or... Generator,
0: yeah. Generator and just space. No matter what, if you get a big line of people, no matter how many waffle makers I have, I'm going to get bottlenecked. So, I think the a solution I'm trying to find is just how to keep the product the qual at the quality that I want, yeah, um to serve them, but being able to serve them quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I'm still definitely wrestling with right now.
1: And it's definitely a food that you know, being made to order and mm-hmm. composed the way that it is, actually better when the waffle's warm.
0: A- mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Then,
1: you know, if you were to serve you know, half hour, hour old, right. soggy waffles.
0: Right, exactly. It stays, when you get it, it's still like slightly warm, um, crispy. Like it's just starting to get that crisp. And then when you bite into it, it's still soft and kind of cakey and bounces back. And I don't know, I don't really know how it'd be if if it was 30 minutes an hour later, right. you know, under a heater.
1: Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have that same personal touch, I think, that, that yeah. you offer to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think a really important thing that I want to send out from my business is that this is food that I want to give my customers as if they were my friends, mm. if they were my family. If they came to my house, I would serve it like this. Mm. Um, I think that that's basically our motto, you know, food that makes you feel like family.
1: How have you seen kind of your life changed as a result of doing this?
0: I mean, personal time is not a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's really hard. I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to to put the phone down, stop checking Instagram and Facebook and emails and responding to people that you don't have to respond to at 8 o'clock at night. Like You don't need to do that. But it's really hard um, to just even stop thinking about the business. Stop thinking about ideas and stop thinking about what am I going to do tomorrow and things like that for the business. So, um, that's been tough, you know, and my work days are 12, 14 hours days. Mm -hmm. You know, I wake up probably 8am do emails, head out, do prep inventory, all that stuff. I do all by myself. I don't really, I don't have anyone. Um, I'm currently in the process of hiring people, but as of right now, I'm, I'm my only employee basically. Well, not basically, I am.
2: See, <laughs> <laughs> so when you say "we," it's like the royal "we." It's, it's really the royal like, yeah, it's the, yeah. The "we" is the business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A
0: yeah. lot of people have actually noticed that and asked me about that. And they're like, "We," like you say "we," and and things like that. But it's just, it's just you. And yeah. so, why don't you say "I"? And I never realized it until someone pointed it out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and um, I thought about it and said. I think the reason why I do say it is because I don't see it as just my business. It's it's a growing business, and a lot of my cons- all my consumers are are the reason why I'm still here. And mm. this is a communal thing, mm. you know. So that's that's why it's a we. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's almost aspirational too. It's yeah. like yeah, it's not just me. It's you know I, I'm going to grow this bigger. It's going yeah. to be more. Yeah. That's pretty awesome that you didn't even realize that you were saying it that way. No, because a lot of people will, uh, people's, a lot of people will position themselves that way. You know, like they'll right. say "we" to just not. They don't want to feel like it's just me, you know. But it's a totally different approach. So
1: yeah, I mean, when I tell people about my podcast,
2: yeah, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a podcast. And yeah, JP's on it. Yeah, and that's what I tell him. There. Special guest JP Kamara every <laughs> week. Every week, <laughs> it's weird. He has, there hasn't been an episode where he hasn't been on it yet. Yeah, you know, try but that. You know. i to try so hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the what's the the talk show person who like sits on the couch next to them. Yeah, and, with Conan
1: O'Brien. You're yeah, uh, Annie, Annie, Annie Richter. Annie Richter.
2: Annie Richter, Richter? Richter, Richter. Yeah, yeah I'm like probably. a moderator. Yeah, he's a moderator. I'm a moderator, That's man. right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've rarely seen you working alone though. In the like when you're when you're out. Maybe sometimes you are, but like when I stop by the, the tailor shop, you know, you had, you had some help.
0: Yeah. I had um, my boyfriend there. So I do get help occasionally when um, I feel like it's going to be busy. Recently, my cousin has been helping me out a lot. Um, he, he just comes and goes under my wing and helps me out, um, you know, because he's my cousin. <laughs> so, but before basically last year, when we were first starting up, I would be by myself like in the truck, parked by myself, just doing it, making making waffles, scooping the ice cream, doing the toppings, taking orders by myself. And then I'll hitch up and I'll leave. Recently, I've been getting more help, which is nice.
2: What did that feel like the first time, you know, you opened the, I guess not the doors, but you opened the, the, window. the window, there yeah. you go. <laughs> and you're the, you're the only one there. People start coming up to the window and they say like, I want to order X, Y, Z. Like, how did that feel?
0: It was a big like adrenaline rush. I i am a big adrenaline person i think i work very well under pressure so i just like i was just doing it Mm. i was just doing it yeah i was just taking them and i was just banging them out because i i didn't have a choice i had to just do it
2: sink or swim yeah because that sounds terrifying to me i feel like i'd open it up and i would just kind of like curl up into the futile position and (laughs) probably eat some waffles on the ground yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: the benefit of our little enterprise here is that Like, neither JP nor I would have done this without a partner. Mm. Um, How did you think about it when you were like, all right, I'm just going to do this? Even if you were saying we, you know, just being you, what was that like?
0: It was really scary. I mean, I I didn't feel like I had anyone to truly confide in because no one I know really owns a business or anything like that.
1: And your parents were like, well, you should be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. probably hard so, to talk to them about it. Oh, yeah,
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah. They're like, see? Yeah, <laughs> see? You should be a doctor. It'll be easier. Um, uh, but... um, So I didn't have too many people to confide in. I mean, I had my boyfriend. Um, and he would help me out. You know, the nice I would just cry. And then just, you know, be happy five minutes later. Um, <laughs> but he... he he was probably the the best person to have by my side because mm-hmm. if I didn't have him, I I think I probably wouldn't have even finished. Yeah,
1: that's really sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah, not like he's here or anything.
1: He's not. Yeah,
2: he's not. He's not listening. He's not well, listening. hopefully he'll hear these beautiful messages later yeah, on. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, you can cut it. I don't I don't, I don't, don't want to it. talk sweet about him. That's a really sweet thing to say, though. <laughs>
2: you can cut it. If there's one thing in this episode, no, keep the hype man thing. In. And that was really great. Um, don't talk about my boyfriend. Uh, so you, you know, you, you emphasize the, the communal aspect of it. How has that impacted you focusing on that with the business? You know, have you... Met and befriended a lot of people as a result of that? Do you have a lot of repeat customers? Yeah,
0: yeah. I know a lot of customers by like a first name basis. I'll be like, hey, Michael, and hey, Ron, like, how are you guys? And they're like,
3: yeah, what's up, V? Oh,
0: that's awesome. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like, it's so cool. They're like my friends, and it's like so awesome and um, i think making it a community is a really big thing giving back to the community is also really important about cow cow mm. so when i was starting up my business i knew i wanted to give back to rhode island and just to people in general and so when i was starting up CowCow, cow, i made a pledge to my business and to my consumers that for basically every thousand or so orders i would donate basically a um equivalent to one one order um so this this uh past november i think for thanksgiving i was able to donate about 650 pounds of canned goods Whoa. and like non-perishable goods wow. to the rhode island food bank and that was much quicker than i anticipated yeah, yeah. yeah like that was basically two months right yeah so um that was that was an awesome thing that i was able to do even leaving the rhode island food bank after i dropped all that stuff off um which was exhausting to get i had to go to like three three targets yeah Yeah. i went to three targets to get like i don't know 800 green beans Um, (laughs) and um, people at target thank thank you guys so much because i was probably like they were probably like what the heck is this girl doing right and i went to the cashier one time the manager was like hey this this poor kid, this poor kid. He's was like, Hey you, you gotta cash your out. I was like
3: <laughs> oh. And
0: he was like, uh and I was like, Don't worry, like I know how much of each thing that I got. So it'd yeah. be so much easier. He'd just have to punch in the number. Yeah. And he was like, Oh thank
3: God because yeah. I thought I had to scan
0: every single can good because oh, that would have yeah. been crazy. Oh man. <laughs> After leaving the Rhode Island food bank, I, I was I was really touched um because I knew that I was able to directly impact the people around me and the communities around me, and that was really important because being a food truck in Providence, I'm I'm now a part of the Providence community, so I felt like it was a duty of mine to do, and I was happy to do it. And so we're just passing our thousand-ish um, orders this season, first thousand-ish orders, and we're gonna do something coming up the next few weeks. I'm not too sure the exact date yet. But um, it's going to be a day or two days where um, I'm going to do a pay what you can. Wow. Yeah, pay what you can. And all those um, proceeds will go towards a charity. Um, Currently, I'm looking at this charity called She's the First. And um, it's a nonprofit where they donate money to girls who are in lower income families or in third world countries and would be the first person to graduate from high school in their family. So, um, yeah, that's probably the charity I'm looking into, um, or the organization I should say. Uh, but yeah, so all those proceeds would go towards that. And, um, I would match, well, not match. I would say I would meet up, Uh, to 500 if we were under 500 i would make it up to 500 so we would donate 500 at the at the least
2: was that something you've always been interested in
0: when i was doing the business that was like one of the first things i said like i I was like i want i want to do this it's gonna take from my profits or whatever it may be but I, i i really find it important and i really want to give back
1: where does that come from
0: you know rhode island's my home And so why wouldn't you want to give back and better your home and better the people in your home? That's kind of how I see it.
1: So (laughs) this past September, you decided to jump into this kind of feet first and just do this. Um, And it's super inspiring. It's really cool. Thank you. Um, The the thing that I want to know is what have you been learning about yourself as a result of this experience?
0: That is a loaded question.
1: And Mm. take all the time you need.
0: That's a loaded question. Um, Recently, uh, this season, I opened up on my birthday. So it was my 22nd birthday. So I'm 22, a young 22. (laughs) And um, I used to kind of feel weird about telling people my age because I am so young. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you're so young. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, thanks. Um, But I realized a lot um, that this, this past birthday about myself and... Just being in this business and I realized that if I want to succeed and I want to do well, I have to take care of myself.
3: Mm.
0: I have to take care of myself because I am the most important tool in this whole business. And I only have one body and I have to take care of it mentally, physically. And that was something I wasn't doing. You know, I think for a long time, I had a lot of struggle with myself where I would do a lot of self-loathing. I was almost like in this like vicious cycle of kind of just telling myself what I was doing wasn't enough. And I w- doing that made me miss out on a lot of accomplishments that were great accomplishments, like actually opening up my business. Mm. And I wasn't able to you know, um, celebrate these things because the feelings were suppressed. I, I listened to this red table talk with, um, Jada Pinkett Smith and, um, her brother was on there and he said something along the lines of, you know, treat yourself like how you treat your friends. And I was just like, that makes so much sense because, when my friends have accomplishments or they tell me these great things that happen to them, I'm like, yes, like let's so celebrate. We have to go eat at Nick's. Like it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when I accomplish things, I don't, you know, I don't do that for myself. And, you know, being in the unique situation that you're your own boss, you have to, you have to give yourself the pat on the back. You don't have anybody else doing that for you. And you have to tell yourself that you did a good job and give yourself the A+. And I wasn't doing that. And so that's something I really want to practice going on like further in my business because if, if I want to make sure that I'm good and this business is good, I have to treat myself better. I think a lot of people should treat themselves better because we typically treat ourselves much worse than we treat other people, which is not right.
1: And it's sort of funny, there's this like, you know, ancient quote, that's love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. But the other flip side of it is to, if you're going to treat your neighbor as yourself, yourself, you need to treat yourself like you treat your neighbor. Yeah. And it is kind of this beautiful thing, but what are some other pieces of self care that have kind of been important for you as well?
0: I think just, um, talking about my issues. Um, that was something that I wasn't very good at. I like to kind of bottle, bottle it all up. And, um, not really divulge into what was going on in my mind so being able to have someone to talk with whether it's a friend or a companion or even a therapist i think it's really important to have someone to kind of just vent to
1: And thanks so much for coming on we really appreciate it
0: Ah, thank you so much for having me yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so fun
1: definitely stick around after the break we've got a fun little after show for you and just a big thanks to V for being on the show. You can learn more about what she's up to at YouCanDoItDoIt.com. As always, thanks to Night Swim for the use of their song, Fiji, as the theme song for this show. And lastly, thank you to you so much for listening. We love doing the show, and we really couldn't do it without you, so thank you. And without further ado, we um, we were swapping stories with Henry, V's boyfriend, after the show, and just had to put a microphone in front of him so here you go I'm um, going to record okay just tell JP or me i guess it's me what uh, is this okay that's perfect yeah
3: okay um so what were we talking about oh yeah so we were just talking about um kind of just the stories that I get by being beside beside uh Vila Um, So, like, for example, one of the stories she talked about was the the charity, the 650 pounds of donation. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So you had to be there because she brought these, um, I think, like commercial um, cardboard boxes. Uh, We filled it up with all of these uh, canned foods and all like that, all stuff like that. And it was in her house so we're just surrounded <laughs> in my parents', house. In it was parents even house. my
0: apartment it was in my parents house we were yeah. surrounded
3: by cardboard boxes filled with food and we just had a blast filling it up um and so it's just stories like that just uh brings a smile to my face because um in that moment i remember getting on my phone um i went on snapchat uh i have snapchat with my mom we snap each other sometimes. Yeah. And I was just, like, selfie style. Hey, Mom, look at all this food. Because we moved out. Me and uh, Vila, we lived together. Hey, Mom, we, you know, we're just budgeting. We got 50 pounds of food for two years, okay? Canned food. <laughs> Saving money. And, yeah, it's stuff like that, you know? It's, it's really cool. You make fun of um, the moments that you have, uh, you know, through this food truck journey. It's really, really cool to see, yeah. Yeah.
0: And Henry's definitely been like every step of the way, every step of the way. I Since,
3: think, yeah, the first waffle.
0: Yeah. He, he had the first waffle oh, yeah. and it was terrible.
3: I was gonna oh, say, no. how was it? <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> very mediocre. Uh, some work had to be done, yeah, but, yeah, um, a good relationship, be
2: honest.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> for real. It, is, it has evolved. Yeah. It has, the waffle has evolved yeah. from, from that point.
3: It's gotten a lot, of, a lot better. And she, she continues to improve the the recipe whenever she feels like, uh, you know, it's it's wavered or anything like that. But it's really consistent. You know, she tries her best to make it consistent. Um, do you have any other stories? Were you,
2: were you there? For, oh, I'm sorry, actually, please.
3: No, Um. You, go ahead.
2: No, I just wanted to know if you were there. I just wanted to know if you were there when she opened. Like, were you in the background at all? Or was that a solo for you?
3: She, she was opening day was solo. But I went there to support, and um, just seeing the line of people coming to her, it was amazing. Because part of me, throughout this whole journey, because she's been following her gut, has been, part of my feeling has just been, wow, people really enjoy her stuff. Like, this is surreal. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm thinking, heck yeah, of course she's the most capable person that I know that could have done this. Um, just using her gut, Um, you know, when she came to me with the idea. We have a relationship where we can be honest with each other. Um, If someone's going to come up to you that's close to you and say, hey, I just, uh, I'm going to skip med school. I'm just going to do the food truck thing. What do you think? If I think it's a path where, you know, it's going to be a bad road for them, personally, I'd tell them. Um, With her, I really felt like uh, her gut has really led her to a uh, really good path so far um she's been really capable so of course she's you know as you can see she's doing really well so far so um thank you 100 percent supporter yeah that's awesome it's really cool thank you henry <laughs> i didn't pay you to do this oh yes yeah, <laughs> awesome. yeah. well thanks so Came much man. Okay. appreciate it thank you yeah. that was, great. That was <laughs> it's fun to be on a podcast huh oh yeah definitely Yeah. <laughs>